We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is up, hotties? Welcome back to another Stay Hot live stream. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined semi by one of my favorite co-hosts of all time, Theo Ash. Theo just landed back in Phoenix, Arizona, and he has to drive to Flagstaff. And then Matt, his house flooded. So yeah, you know, I love Matt, that. <laughs> really a glorious holiday for the Stay Hot crew out here. Everything's fine with me. Matt, Matt, Christmas has been ruined. Yeah, um, I don't know. I haven't seen any pictures of what this looked like. So on the podcast, we'll have him describe in vivid detail exactly what the fuck happened to his house. But apparently, it was not good. So. Yeah, because he was in Canton, and he like he texted us, and he was like, "Yeah, my house is it got like biblically flooded. Uh, yeah, I have to drive back." So he said he had to drive back to Cincinnati today to like get the situation taken care of. He said his computer and everything is fine though. Um, so he should be able to record the podcast tomorrow is what he's expecting. But I, I'm just hoping like, it, like he's okay. I'm just like, he's okay. And everything that he needs there is okay. And it's not super crazy expensive to get fixed. Oh, it will be pipes burst. It's it's over for yeah. him, sadly. Plumbers, uh, plumbers get their bread. They they always get plumbers, paid. 
Well, yeah, and you just gotta. I mean, I'm sure everything like the stove and the yeah. The, well, yeah, the all the appliances have got to be just toast. I would assume there's going to be some sort of electrical problems too, for sure. So Matt is. Just be thankful you're not Matt this holiday season. <laughs> well, uh, also, well, I don't. How much of that will fall on the landlord because he rents the house? That's true. Uh, hopefully, all of it. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, every I mean, single penny falls on the landlord. I suppose. Right. That's that's what you would hope. But uh, that's what you would hope. But you know, there was some football that happened this weekend. We watched some of it. I would say. It was it was an interesting weekend. Uh, the the uh, the Dolphins, like I said before, they're probably still going to make the playoffs, even though they lost to to your Packers, Theo. You really think so? I still, th- bro. Like I don't. The Jets have no. The, that's the only thing is Tua getting a what's this is his third concussion on the year. That's that's really rough. Um. I but I just don't know I just, what to do. I, I just don't want to talk about that situation, but go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just like that. The whole like AFC playoff picture. It's like the the Dolphins just lost, and they're and they're kind of questionable with Tua right now. And then it's like the Patriots. They just lost to the Bengals. Who did they? I don't even know who they have to play. The next, they have to play the Dolphins and the Bills. Right, so maybe they beat the Dolphins uh, without Tua, but then to go in and beat the Bills is a tough ask. And then they have the Jets, right? Those are the two teams that they have to play over the next couple of weeks. Um, I, I just don't, I just don't, I don't see them losing both of those games, and then also those teams like winning out because the, yeah. the Dolphins have the Dolphins have a game up on each of them. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I don't know, man. It's the Tua situation. The roughest thing. The roughest thing is just Tua's health. I mean, I just cannot yeah. believe how many times that's happened this season. That's like three. Yeah, three times now. Basically. And two of them were back to back. Right, and. I don't know, man. Tua's got to be like, fuck the Dolphins, dude. And rightfully so. I mean, Jesus Good Lord. Christ, dude. Like, even before all the concussion stuff, like, they tampered for Tom Brady. They tampered for Deshaun Watson. Brian That's Flores true. hated his, like, Brian Flores. It, it just seemed like it was a miserable experience for Tua under Flores. And then Flores sued the team. And there was all these tampering charges. And now you've got him getting sent back out there when he's got a concussion and playing terrible and putting his, you know, health at risk. It's like, you've just got to be like Steven Ross, the owner, fuck you, right? This medical staff, fuck you. Like every, like, why would you, I mean, they've wronged him at every single turn. And, and we all know that like, I've been critical of his play at times and you know, I'm, I'm not, I never bought into like, you know, that doesn't matter. Right. None of that shit matters. It's, it's, we like get the guy out of there, dude, and let him go somewhere else, man. Cause it's just, it's just pretty disgusting the way he's been treated the whole time. And, and that's definitely, uh, you know, a an admirable thing to overcome at all. The fact that he's even played as well as he has this year. I don't know, yeah. man. It's the last time that I saw a quarterback 
have three concussions in a season was rookie Cody Kessler in 2016. He was out of the league in two years after that. Well, he was also Cody Kessler. <laughs> yeah, but like he was he was competent. Like he could have been a serviceable backup for a couple of for like a few years. Yeah, but he and didn't even he didn't even make another, it. Yeah, there's definitely been like Keekley retired early. Uh, Borland, the linebacker, retired early from all his concussions. So it's definitely not impossible. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely a, a scary thought. I know Nico was talking about. Um, whether or not Tua should retire on Twitter. And it, it's definitely something that's got to be like floating around in his head. Like if, you know, the doctors come back and they're like, listen, like you, you can't keep doing this, right? You get, you know, up to three, four, five concussions. That's putting you at serious long-term risk for other, you know, problems down the line. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it'll happen this season. I think, um, you know, the rest of the year and the rest of your career are two very different lengths of time. Um, I don't know if we see him again this year, right? A fourth one. I mean, I can't even imagine if <laughs> yeah, he took and, another brutal hit to the head. Like, I mean, that, and the last one, man, the was, last one wasn't, it was just like, he just fell. That's yeah. Well, he fell and he, the whiplash like, of yeah, your head going down quickly and then stopping when it hits the ground. I mean, that'll that's, do it. That'll do it. That's what happened in the Bengals game too, but it was even more violent. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, you just can't imagine him getting another concussion if he comes back in the same seat. I mean, that would just be a disaster for everyone. So, yeah. Being done for the rest of his career, I don't know about that. Um, but being done for the rest of the seat. But like, again, if it happens it, again next year, if he gets two next year, right. then all of a sudden, right. Even if, even if he, if he got like one, like early on, like first or second game of the season, at that point you're like, like yeah, how, I mean, he's, a, he's a smart guy. I mean, he's, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Luck walked away for, 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 from less basically. Luck, Andrew Luck <laughs> didn't even deal with these type of injuries and he walked away. So it's definitely possible. Um, you just hope and, and it's, Luck said that he he regrets retiring as early as he did. I don't know if I read a whole article about him. It sounded like he regrets retiring when he did, what, like because he did it. Remember? Do you remember when he did that? He did it like a month before the season. It was crazy. Oh yeah, that's right. He did it during a preseason game, and I think I forgot he, about that. Dude, we were literally in a fantasy draft when he retired. <laughs> he hadn't gotten picked yet, but we were in a fantasy draft when he retired. It was that late this season. Oh my! I remember God. exactly where I was when Andrew Luck retired. I was doing a fantasy draft. It was, I think, maybe just getting ready to get started, and then we're like, "Well, like I remember because everyone was luck. so mad. They were like, I just picked you in fantasy, dog.' Yes, yes, yes. That was the situation. Was <laughs> It was literally like weeks before the season and like fantasy teams had him and like the preseason was underway. And then he just like kind of retired, like and totally kind of left everyone out to dry. And I think he, that's what he regrets more than retiring. Maybe. Early. I don't know. I don't, yeah. yeah, I, I guess because that's, that was him. the, yeah, you regret when you retire, but I guess how that's interpreted is right. He re yeah. 
he regretted one the, the timing of it, not in terms of like, oh, I wish I stayed. His career, but it's in just terms like, of like I wish I, I wish I didn't do that, which is valid because I was. <laughs> yeah, you, he got he got so much hate for that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the Col- if I was the Colts, I would be like, I, I'd be I think pretty, it's pretty valid for the Colts to be mad. Like, it's valid for him to retire, right? If you don't want to put your body on the line like that, like don't put your body on the line like that. If you don't have yeah. it, you should be playing like. It is a right. gladiator-ass game. But um, I, I also get why Colts fans... Like, he got booed on the way out, and people were like, that's so messed up that they'd boo him. But I'm like, also, I him know, retiring with that kind of timing <laughs> like, is pretty messed up, too. Like, so In the moment, I don't... I don't know if I would boo, but, like, it's pretty tough yeah. to... <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to just, like... Like, I get why he retired... But like, and Colts fans, I think all understand now. I don't think any of them still like no, hate and no, yeah, but don't I think, think in the moment this. when he was like walking off the field, like, oh, I'm not. I have the Magic Johnson meme. I, I'm not gonna be here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, well, who's the guy that retired at half? Who's the guy that retired at halftime? That was Vontae Davis. That was Vontae Davis. <laughs> That's awesome. That was hilarious. It's in the middle of the season. Retiring at halftime. Look, JJ Watt, the Cardinals are lucky that JJ Watt is playing out these last two games after <laughs> if a guy a guy like me about half halftime of a couple games ago, probably I would have been like <laughs> No, he's gotta get to ten sacks. Let him get let him get the double digit sacks. Not looking up. He was really good. I was I remember I haven't heard much about him because you know, known as the Cardinals are just such a disaster this year that no one's yeah, really they've been a terrible team to watch. But I remember doing my Pro Bowl, like what would my Pro Bowl ballot look like? I'm looking at all the defensive ends, and his oh stats God. are like his at least just pass rushing stats are are that kind of that borderline the Pro Bowl. So unfocused, but but yeah, great career. I I feel like a lot of people who follow us are are a little bit younger. And they don't quite remember 2012 to 2015, maybe the way that we would at age 22, maybe I, like some of the 16 year olds out there don't really but I remember, remember that. I remember, bro. I, re- I remember the 2014 season, especially because he had like multiple touchdown receptions, but I didn't realize until I went back, I was like, this dude had 20 and a half sacks, five total touchdowns in like an interception and a fumble recovery. Like this, it was like the most ridiculous season I like of any defensive player, probably in my lifetime. Yeah, it was it was stupid. It was, <laughs> I mean, he finished second in MVP voting as a defensive player, and like as <laughs> yeah. good as Aaron Don, like what other, like since it's happened, has any other defensive player had like, like maybe they would talk about it like when when TJ like TJ Watt last year, TJ's brother. Like, yeah. TJ Watt is awesome, and he, he tied the sack record last season. Like everyone knows, TJ Watt rules and is an extremely good player. Yeah, and one defensive player of the year. Like he's not as good as his brother, and that's really and he's really good. Like he is not as good as JJ. As someone like ask anyone who is like remembers both. If if JJ had stayed healthy, you would like. If JJ, oh my, if JJ stayed healthy and didn't like miss those two seasons in his prime and. Because he was like a four-time All-Pro in a row, back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. Back to back to back to back. I think he won two or three defensive players a year in that point. So he was like, in his first four years, he was already a... Or in his first five years, he was 
four-time first-team All-Pro. And then he just was kind of hurt for two years. And then he was healthy again and made first-team All-Pro again. And then he kept getting hurt. So if he yeah. didn't get hurt, like we would be looking at just an insane career. And like, pe- like people compare, people will say that like Donald is going is like on goat defensive player trajectory, if not already. And he is right. And yeah, but like, but Watt was like better than him. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, it wasn't I- for as long. But like JJ Watt, like I swear to God, in his prime was better than Aaron Donald these last couple of years. Like no, Donald is Watt has Watt has t- twice had over twenty sacks in a season. Twice, right. like. Look at his tackles for loss, too. He had like 40 in 2012. It's stupid. Good Lord. I mean, it's pretty close. Donald is like not, he's not like way above Donald or anything. But to me, like prime JJ Watt, I'm thinking about this, like the best defensive players I've ever watched are prime JJ Watt. Von Miller is up there like when he won Super Bowl MVP that whole year. Honestly, Khalil Mack, when the first year he joined the Bears is up there, the first year Khalil Mack was on the Bears. That's valid. He was one of the best defensive players I've ever seen. And maybe like Keekly. I don't did think you mention, Did you mention Vaughn? Did you mention Vaughn? Yeah, I mentioned Vaughn. I've Vaughn, yeah. Mac, Donald, Watt, Ke- like, and probably Keekly. <laughs> Bro, Prime Keekly was a dog. Good yeah. lord. Yeah, he, he was a genius. And um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, those are probably, I, I don't really think of any secondary players, like maybe Revis in, in 09, but like I wasn't really old enough to remember that season. So I don't really think of it as like best I've ever seen. Like, I guess I watched, Yeah, I probably watched a game, but like I was nine years old at the time. I wasn't like, I, I saw like the back end of Woodson's career. Woodson um, was goaded. Woodson was Packers. awesome. Woodson was so, is he was a great safety for the Raiders too. Yep, he was on the one of my favorite Packers ever, Charles Woodson. But um, yeah, those are probably my five. None of those are secondary players. None of those are safeties or or corners. But maybe uh, Cam Chancellor was so fun to watch. Yeah, Chancellor and Earl Thomas were beasts. Um, Richard Sherman was great. Everyone in the Legion of Boom was awesome. <laughs> yeah, just that whole fucking <laughs> that whole defense was lit. <laughs> Um, um, Ed Reed. I don't really remember watching Ed Reed that much, honestly. Like I remember him being around, but he was a safety, right. so I, I I can't really say like, oh, he's he's just the best, right? Like the elite say, honestly, Minka is playing at an extreme. Like he is ridiculous to watch. To me, he's the best in the league right now. Um, but he's not at the level of like prime Von Miller. Or, any or prime JJ Watt, he's like maybe in a tier below that. Um, prime so Josh yeah. Norman, Calais Campbell, <laughs> Norman. No, he wasn't that. He wasn't that good. He was really good. He, he was, was good, good, but Odell. Odell had Odell had him. <laughs> Odell had his number. I went back and I watched that game recently. That Odell versus Josh Norman like fighting game. That game is yeah. ridiculous. I've never ever seen another anything like that. I don't know why they both didn't get ejected. Like <laughs> they did like no, they, <laughs> things each and it was the whole game. They were just like it was hilarious. Each other up. <laughs> I'm glad they know. didn't eject him. I thought it was. I mean, it gave us a classic moment that we all exactly. Yeah. He probably should have been ejected, honestly. Like, I would not have been mad if they did because Odell, de- 
Odell speared Norman. Like he literally like charged at him and like speared him with his helmet after the play was over. Like that 100% should be an ejection, but it did give us a classic moment. So, and that's all that matters, you know, is the YouTube highlights 10 years later. Yeah. (laughs) One other corner is Patrick Peterson is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Prime Um, Pat Pete was great. I'm trying to think. He still is really good. He's having a great season. Ramsey, honestly, last year, like, Jalen Ramsey was incredible last season. He was. That's up there in, in best corner years I've ever ever watched. This is like a five-year sample size or maybe even a little bit more than that. This is like... Ramsey has been on a tear for a while now. Oh, yeah. Ramsey's been amazing. I still think that Ramsey's... This is my hot take. I still think Ramsey is the best corner in the league. He's not the, having the best season. He's not. I would, you're, you're I would not number one. I, I wouldn't completely disagree with you just because I do think that to be the best corner is, is that like sample size behind you. And even to sustain that level of play is so hard. Like Pat Sertan could very easily fall off a little bit next year. And he fell off towards the end of this year a little bit. Right. Um, we could see JC Horn fall off a little bit. Like those those guys that we're, you know, putting up in that category now, like it's not unthinkable. Like they, they kind of need to do it for a little bit longer. Is, the, the, is the, thing. The, the issue with playing corner is like you think of the Devontae Adams game where he got beat twice. Like yeah. Adams, those were incredible throws and catches. Like the coverage was good, right? It's just good great offense beats good defense, right? So it's just a little bit tough because yes, he got dunked on in that moment and yes, he got beat, but it's like, man, what do you want him to, it's just tough when the offense just makes a one handed, like amazing catch. Like it's tough. Right. You forced him <laughs> to do that. He made the catch. I don't know. It's like in basketball, if you tip the shot or something and it still goes in or something, or sometimes you force them to take it. The better equivalent is, you know, you force a guy to take a step back, turn around, jumper as the play clock expires like you forced him into it you take that every single time like the chance the percent chance that it works is like five percent but sometimes it goes in anyway it doesn't make a bad defense so i feel like with corners like a couple times a year some guys just get unlucky a couple times a season and it totally throws off all their stats and um i still think that's that's the the price of playing corner He's still the most physical. He's still the best against the run. Like he's still, he's still. I I don't think he's fallen off athletically at all. So, like he's had plenty of turnovers this year. He just had a pick in the last game, and he he's forced yeah. a fumble recently. So it's like he's still flashing some really high level stuff. Um, it's just he got beat a few times. And would I vote him for the to the Pro Bowl this year? No. Would I say he's having the best season this year? No. Like there are guys who deserve it more than him just for this season. But I, I think I'd still rank him as like, if I could have any corner on my team, I think I'd still for a season. Yeah. I'd still take Ramsey. I'd probably, probably. take one. And so- I probably, I'd take one and sauce above it. If it's like a career thing, but like just for one season, I'd, I'd still take Ramsey. Bro, imagine if you had woolen and sauce on the same team. <laughs> You're doing be that big crazy. I got, I signed up for, um, NFL, some next gen stats pro, like this beta, they're beta testing it. So I've, I've gotten all this tracking data and I signed up and I got can it. Can you send me so, a link for that? Can I sign you on? You, I think you can just sign on. If you go to the, this is some free advice for everyone who's listening. 
like next gen stats tweeted about this occasionally they're like we need users to sign up for our beta and i was like shit i'll do that but i don't even think anyone did it i haven't seen anyone else like tweeting these numbers or tweeting the like any stats from them except for me so i don't know who the hell signed up for this beta they they were tweeting about it like a lot and i just think no one wanted to sign up for anything and so they've got all this tracking data that i've been looking at and that's how i'm judging corners right now but um yeah, huh. it's crazy. I don't know if you saw my tweets about all the rookie corners, but this is a crazy. Yeah, was that what that was class. from? That's what that was from. That's where That's I got sick. all those numbers. And Woolen, like Woolen's numbers are unreal. I didn't realize like just the tight window throws, like the percent of tight window throws that he's forced is like off the charts, and like the amount of what is the, like his ball hawk percentage, like the amount of the percent of targets where he actually like makes a pass pass breakup or a interception is off the charts is the separation numbers are great. Um, he's, he's, he is going to be something else in a couple years. Like I was watching the chiefs game on my flight here and he got beat like pretty badly. And there was like five yards of separation. And of course Mahomes threw it. Cause like this guy had all the separation and once he threw it, Willen just like casually kind of caught up to him and dropped a pick. Like he could have picked that off. It was crazy yeah. unreal. He's stupid. It's stupid how good he is already. Same with Sauce. I'm. Mean, what was? Why was Woolen drafted so late? Do you go watch his pro pro day? Was it bad? Yeah, not his pro day. Go watch him at the Senior Bowl. He was getting torched left and right. He got you. He really like. He was really raw. He'd only been playing the the position for a couple years. Um, Phyllis Jones, like at the pro day, they were just running verticals on him and, and he would bite on, on the releases and, and get beat over the top all the time. So I think people watch that from, from, uh, the senior bowl and we're just like, yeah, this guy, we, you can't put him out there right now. You can't put him out there at all, but you could. I mean, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's fair. I feel like if, you know, you've had multiple bad stints. In, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's fair to, to, to not pick him in the first, like, he wasn't, like, this slam dunk pros- prospect, but, like, once you get into, like, the third or fourth round, like, you probably should just take the freak. You probably should have gone a couple a couple The, the free earlier. The free 6-4 guy that runs a 4-3. Probably right, take a chance. Like, <laughs> when you get into like the third and fourth round, it's not like you're picking anyone who's just like locking people down all the time. So like you might as well take the guy with the most potential. So I don't know. I didn't really... I didn't even really scout him that much because he wasn't... Until the combine, he wasn't that highly regarded. I didn't even look at his film all that much. I did look at his, his senior senior day stuff or senior bowl stuff. And it was a little bit rough. So I was like, I don't know, but oh, yeah. bet on freaks, bet on rare body types. Yeah. It, it seems different. to work. It seems to work unless yeah. they have like a really bad injury history, like, uh, uh, Caleb yeah. Farley. Uh, yeah. Unless you're Caleb Farley. Yeah. Because oh, he like wow. broke his back or something. Yeah, yeah, Farley. Farley was supposed to be what Woolen is right exactly. now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I've been looking at some lists, and everyone keeps saying that JJ Watt is the best defensive player of the decade. <laughs> so, <laughs> God, it's so tough because Donald was healthier, and I would say Donald was, but I think peak. 
I think peak Watt was the best, was definitely the best defensive player of the decade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And I, I don't think I, like, I don't think any of the edge rushers in the league right now, like, are in, like, TJ is not as good as JJ was. Like, TJ is not. His production is going to look just as good, and he's probably going to even retire with way better numbers because he's been healthier and, and just probably will play up maybe a bit longer. But, like, you just had to kind of be there, man. Like, 2014, JJ Watt was was not the same. <laughs> not the same. Imagine, like, what would Miles Garrett have to do to get oh, second God. in the I league mean, in MVP, right? Like, second in the league in MVP. Like, TJ Watt to... tied the sack record last year. I don't think he, pr- he probably didn't get a single MVP vote. He didn't. And, and well, and but JJ also, Watt but also, second. last season was a little bit because tr- you had like, you had Cup having the triple crown. Right. Last year was kind of a ridiculous year. Right. So that. That one's a little bit And Jonathan trickier. Taylor had like 1,900 yeah. yards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he had like, he had something crazy. He had some crazy numbers. So yeah, it would have been harder for him to get the MVP votes. But I think like, I think yeah, this year, this year is if, if there's any year for a non-quarterback to win MVP, I think it's this year. Yeah, like, I would, if, if JJ got 2,000 yards and won MVP, I, I would certainly wouldn't be mad. That would definitely be the best season and worth recognizing and if exactly you, you think about the vikings right you think about the vikings um and how many one score games they've been in they're 11 and 0 and right. if you take jj away they might not win any of those games <laughs> right like <laughs> right right like, no they're, i they're, was talking to someone on twitter and they were like yeah bro if justin jefferson like we talk about like uh like wins added or like wins above replacement justin jefferson has like all of them <laughs> yeah but it's the like thing is, 10 the, the problem is like you could say that for kirk too right like i don't think you can if, i don't I, thi- I think you can man i think you can say like if the vikings started nick mullins the whole year like okay, yeah, nick mullins but nick mullins isn't replacement level right if if they started jacoby Brissett, yeah I, I think they'd be fine I don't know, dude, because it's just like it's they're just sitting on the they've got just enough talent to win. They've got just enough. I mean, they had to go out and get so if you, ta- if you they had to go out and trade for they had to go out and trade for Hawkinson because they didn't have enough weapons. Right. Right. So I don't th- like, I don't think you I don't think you can say that, like, if if Kirk Cousins was good enough to like. That they, they that they felt like, yeah, this is the guy that's leading our team. They wouldn't have got I don't think they would have gone out and got another weapon to pair beside Jefferson to take a little bit of his load off to be like, right, okay, right, you don't right, have right. to do everything now. Yeah, I agree. That was that that is, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. I wouldn't be mad. That's where I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm at. I don't think it's like necessarily a bad take. I've I mean we've complained a lot about the MVP and how they just need to make the the Bart star the star <laughs> and the Bart star nah man they need the, to make uh, the Bart <laughs> they need to make the Bart star award and they need to just give it to quarterbacks the uh, star look yeah they, the star award would be such a cool name for an award like let me have this <laughs> <laughs> nah it's the uh, 
I think all the awards should be named what after Packers. It? The Lombardi. Oh, um, good lord! We got the. We already got the Lombardi. Who's the, the Star Wars? The running. The running back can't be a Packer. Sorry. Oh yes, it, it can. We can give them. No, the, it can't. It's like Jim it's going to be like the Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, or Walter Payton award. You're right. It would be. The, it had it like. Be, <laughs> it would be the if we were making, or if we were doing it like college and there was an award based on like the Blinnikoff or the yeah the Gursky award or whatever I would do the star award don't care for the quarterback <laughs> for running backs I would do the Jim, the Jim Brown trophy okay because he's the best yeah wide receivers you gotta name it after Jerry you gotta name it after Jerry at this point or the NBA the NBA just did this uh, offensive or tight end. I would do it after the, Eddie, the Eddie Lacy I Award. Do. I would do like maybe like Ooh. Ditka or Ozzie Newsome. I wouldn't do Ozzie. He's too, he's too I, recent. I would do like Ozzie Newsome or you could make. I think you could do Tony. You could do Tony Gonzalez. I don't know. I think Tony played too recently. Maybe I, 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 I like Ozzie. Really I, I, I like Ozzie. All right, we can give we'll give it to Ozzie News the Ozzie Newsome Award for linemen. I would do maybe like John Hanna or something. I don't know. It could be any old um, lineman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Unaz, I don't care. Any, anyone from like the old? It's got to be like Larry Allen or something. Is, is Ogden still alive? Is one of those great Jonathan Ogden? Ah, uh, is he still alive? If any of them have died, we can give it to them. <laughs> I think Larry Allen's still alive. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The Aaron oh, Hernandez I, Award. <laughs> relax. No. No. Relax. No, relax. No. <laughs> Just reading the comments. Oh, Shannon Sharp for tight end. That's not bad. <laughs> That's that not would bad. be funny. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We can, we can name it Shannon after Sharp. <laughs> the Uncle. Sh- the Uncle Shay Award. Um, the Uncle Shay. <laughs> Undisputed oh. award. It'll be him sitting at his desk with Skip Bayless. Like that's what the trophy will be. Like a bronze. <laughs> no, they, they, and he, and here's the Skip every Bayless. episode he will have the trophy on his desk. And any time that they disagree, he's like, okay, but who has an award? <laughs> it would have helped. It would have helped him in that, like when Skip was talking about how Brady was better than him and he was getting all mad. It would have helped him be like. <laughs> I can't do a good Shannon Sharp impression. Skip. No. Skip. I got this award named after me. I can't do it. But he would reference it every single time. Like every show he would reference it. Sure. And it would be hilarious. It would be great. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Who would the like best... Would it be like best edge defender, or would do you think they would? Oh, do you got to do another Packer. You got to do Reggie White, the Reggie White <laughs> Award. The Reggie White Award. I think that one's legit, though. I think Ed Reggie that, White. That's valid. That's valid. As someone who's probably the the second or uh, top three defensive player of all time with Donald and, and Lawrence Taylor, or probably Lawrence Taylor, huh? It probably would just be LT. The LT. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they would do do you think they would do it by edge defender or do you think they would do it like defensive end? I think you like just, just do like linemen? I think you would do I think you'd do like pass rusher. I think you'd okay. do just like edge edge Yeah. Edge guy. Um defensive tackle, I think you gotta do mean Joe Green. Yeah. That's pretty cut 
cut and dry. Linebacker is probably what? Uh, Another Packer. Uh, uh, Ray <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Clay Matthews. <laughs> yeah, the Desmond Bishop Award. Um, <laughs> the AJ Hawk Award. Um, the AJ Hawk Award. <laughs> no Ray shot. Lewis is the most iconic one to come to mind. Yeah, Ray Lewis. I don't know if you give an award to him it? since he probably killed someone at one time. But probably. That's what that's what they're saying. Um, he's old. Older I'm trying to Lewis. think. That's what, like, maybe what Derek Brooks? Maybe Brooks is like the same era. There's like Singletary way back in the day on like the '84 Bears or the '85 Bears. My my fault, Bears fans. Um, um <laughs> Jerry Tillery Award. The Tillery Award. <laughs> I would give that to the worst run defending defensive tackle. I would give the Tillery Award to, to Ellis, like Justin Ellis on the Giants right now. That guy's terrible. He would be the recipient <laughs> of my Tillery Award. Actually, oh, my, my Tillery Award winner might just be Jerry Tillery himself. Um, <laughs> Hasn't he? He's made some plays this run year, of man. Tillery trophies. Um, uh, <laughs> what about linebacker? Uh, Derek Thomas, maybe? Yeah, that's not a bad one. I'm trying to, how, I'm trying to think about like... Just old guys. I'm trying to think who the best, who you'd put as the best inside linebacker ever. I had an old Sports Illustrated book of like top ten players ever at their respective positions that like a bunch of sports writers voted on, and yeah. I'm trying to remember who they had at number one. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. I have no idea. We'll call it. We'll call it the. I don't think Derek Thomas, uh, this could age badly if any of these old guys have done something bad that I don't know about. That's true. I don't think I th- any of these guys have, though. We, we can give it to Derek Thomas. All right, Derek Thomas. The Derek Thomas Award. And then, What do we have left? Safeties. Safeties and corners. The corner. The corner I mean, is Dion. It's prime time. Oh yeah, you're right. It has got to be the Dion Award, the Primetime Award. Yeah. And safety. <laughs> I know I'm trying to do like really old players, but I don't know. Best safety of all time, probably Ronnie Lott. Oh yeah, Ronnie Lott's Ronnie Lott's got to be up there. And then I'm trying to think who else could make that case. But I really can't it think. I'm, all, I'm, always, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of the guys that like at the end of the year in Madden they give like the ultimate legend cards to. But it's that's just not a bad way to think of it. It's just like Ronnie Lott and Ed Reed, and that's like it. <laughs> yeah, I remember in the, this old book that I'm with the sports writer, the old, all the old sports writers they had, they had um, uh. What's his name? They had lot number one. So I'm just going to defer to them because I didn't watch any of these old players. So I'll just say, sure, Ronnie Lott, number one. The Ronnie Lott Award. And uh, is that everybody? Uh, two kickers. Uh, the kicker, the Mason Crosby Award. The I've, Tim Matthew Award. You don't think it'd be the Adam Vinatieri Award, man? <laughs> the Justin Tucker Award. Um, the Justin. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have to the, give the Justin Tucker. The Greg Joseph Award. Uh <laughs> Just because Matt's not here, 
um, <laughs> we'll give it to Justin Tucker, and the punter will do punter. Ray Guy because he just died. Okay. And then yes. uh, <laughs> returner Josh Cribs, obviously. Yeah. Gotta give, gotta give <laughs> sure. me, gotta give me uh, one, bra- give me one Browns player. Come on. <laughs> You can deal with the Bears. Actually, thing. I did. I did have. I did have Jim Brown. But. Yeah, Jim Brown's good. There's only well, how many Packers? Are there? There's only one Packer, and it's Star. Which probably people. No, you also got. Uh, oh, what about Unitas? But it has to be the Star Award because that sounds the coolest. The I don't think. It, I don't think it would be Unitas. I think. I think they would be really close to just if they did awards like this after this year. I think they might just give the quarterback one to Brady. They would just give it to Brady. They'd dick right. I, they, they, they would. They would just. They would totally dick ride Brady. Um, <laughs> return is Jerome Ford. <laughs> <laughs> the returner, the Johnny Knox returner. <laughs> um, Matthew Slater, Gunner of the Year award. <laughs> and then the best. We need like a six man of the year, like best role player. Who would that be? It would be like best wide receiver two. Like yeah, who's the, who's the greatest role player in NFL history? The James Starks Award. No, nah, it's um, like the that's like the Julian Edelman Award. Yeah, that's probably, <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad one. He did win a Super Bowl MVP though. Watch so out, Patriots fans are gonna get mad at you for calling him a role player. <laughs> he is like what? Is he yeah, not? He was never like, elite wide receiver one, I guess. He was a wide receiver one though. I, I yeah. The elite role player award, the Vince Wilfork award. I don't know. Maybe he was a star. I guess he made like he probably made. I don't know what. He never put up stats. He was just big as shit. <laughs> Vince Wilfork, the uh, what was that? Be like the 2017 Adamican Sioux season when he just like eight gaps up for Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, Wilfork. Wilfork. I don't know if I would call call him a role player. Because I would think I might just because he was there to do kind of one thing and one thing only, and that's just be gigantic and yeah. surprisingly fast and stuff the run. So I don't know if I, you would call him like a superstar. So I'm, maybe he's the best role player. But I don't maybe. know. It's tough because maybe you would we would have to go through all of these again and separate all these role players by position because a role player quarterback is different than a role player defensive yeah. tackle but anyway Kirk, Kirk Cousins would win best role player quarterback <laughs> yeah <laughs> um oh fullback award oh that's easy it's Christian Okoye easily Okoye Okoye yeah. the Nigerian nightmare oh yeah <laughs> give Wasn't me the Niger- Franco Harris a fullback oh but, co- yeah but although I don't know they used to just call the halfbacks like fullback I don't know that's tr- I feel like um, All I know I about like, o- Okoy is in like Madden 20, he had a beast card. Yeah, because you just couldn't tackle him. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, he was ridiculous. I watched like the. Uh, I used to watch all the uh, football life. I used to watch all of them, just like on repeat. And Okoye's is always was always amazing. I mean, they just the way they talked about him. It was just like, just like yeah, like you did not want to meet this dude in the A gap. Like ever, yeah, I, I, I don't know that much about him. I've never like I just know him from his card. I know him from his ultimate team card because we would play. Me and my friend would play draft champions and like Madden. 20. Yeah, yeah. And he would nah, draft champs is goaded. It's still yeah. Dra- I I I guess I haven't played draft champions on Madden twenty three yet. I loved draft champions though, especially early 
it kind of fell off because draft champions now, at least I haven't played on this mode, but like on Madden 22, you started with all gold, like pretty good role players, like 78s, right. 79s. But like when it first debuted, you're like, you're with like 60s. was all like 60s. Yeah. So you like your strengths and weaknesses were like really, really stark. And I always enjoyed that. And then there would just be some of those comical stat lines ever because we would because that was also the year that aggressive catch was completely overpowered. <laughs> and I, like that was I feel like it first was, it, that was 16. 16 was the year where aggressive catch was really overpowered. I thought, OK, then I'm thinking of 16. I don't know why I'm four years off, but whatever. Don't worry about me, little old me. But I remember the first year they added draft champions, I think, was the first year that was also the year that aggressive catch was completely fucking like OP. Yeah. Like you could catch anything anytime. And like you would play draft champions and you'd have like <laughs> some crazy card. You'd have like position switch Deion Sanders wide receiver 99 overall everything <laughs> and if you didn't get a yeah. corner in your draft champions you'd be matched up on like Ladarius Gunther and you would put up like 300 yards a game <laughs> it's great though like that's <laughs> no I remember play that all, Herman, play Herman that Moore all was night. broken in that game Herman Moore was broken. Yes. Oh my God, dude. I was about to <laughs> Herman Moore. And I never, the other one was uh, Herman Moore. Yes. Oh my God. That was, he's such an inside joke between me and my friend Griffin is Herman Moore. Um, and we had never heard of him. Like maybe this makes me a total casual. No idea who he was until of that, till that card. And the, Herman the only Moore thing, was, the only thing I knew about Herman Moore was that he was the only other good player that played like with Barry Sanders. I had never even heard of it. I had never heard. We were like, who the fuck is this guy? And he would just, he was so cracked. (laughs) We drafted him every, like every chance we got. (laughs) And he'd be matched up on like, he would be matched up on like Jared Bush. And it's just like, (laughs) like like, who even are these people? Matched on Devon House on like Herman Moore. And he would just like, (laughs) me and my friend, God, we had so many sleepovers and, we would play at his house and I would do a quarter and then he would do a quarter yeah. and I would do a quarter and then he would do a quarter and we would just play online. I, we spent a lot, logged a lot of draft champions hours <laughs> and yeah, you are totally right about Herman Moore. Um, <laughs> he was so broken. I hate it. Anytime I went against, it was like Herman Moore. And then there was another year where there was this like complete God mode, Randy Moss card. And you like could not. It was like if you went up against this card, you lost. And it was the year where like um, you had players that like started the game on their X Factor, and this Randy Moss card. <laughs> this Randy Moss card was so um, <laughs> it was so dumb. And this Randy Moss card had a had an ability where if he was on his X Factor, he would catch any fifty yard pass and then break the first tackle. So it was just a guaranteed 50 yard plus 50 plus yard touchdown on the first play. And it was just, it was completely broken. I'm really not a fan of the X factors. Like I think they, 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 they overpowered them so much where it's just like, yeah, I, I, I think 2k does a good job of this where if a player is on fire, like they get really good and it's a little broken, but it's not like completely insane. 
There's but, some that are but, like, but if you're a paint beast, shot, like, if you're a paint beast, it's like you're unguardable now, but like you can still right, guard like someone. Very good. It's very, I don't know, but there's a it's, running clock. There's a running clock and you won't do, but like in Madden, when you get an X factor, like if a defensive lineman gets an X factor, they just like <laughs> throw the line in front of them. Like five it's just an instantaneous like, pressure. <laughs> It's like I have seen I have seen NBA players in real life get in this kind of zone where they just like don't miss. Yeah. I have never seen an NFL player just like throw the line <laughs> in front of them like instantly ever like that just is not how it works. Oh, what was Same the thing uh... with momentum? Oh my god. I hate the momentum <laughs> so much. Like, bro, in real life in real life, if a, if a team scores a pick six they don't like they don't like the hot routes don't stop working. Like they don't like get confused <laughs> and like all of a sudden miss receivers. Yeah. I hate the momentum so much. Like the like, crowd gets louder. Well, like I gonna, like the crowd getting louder is fine. To where they like right, that's, when, that's in okay, NCAA, like, like in NCAA, if the crowd was loud, your routes were a little we would get confused and like your audibles would not register all the time that's reasonable but like i don't know it's i always think i always think in a game between two people right especially online if one person has all the momentum that's like there's still a person like if like let's let's be working under the assumption that momentum is a completely real thing which i think at this point like it's a mental thing, right? Like momentum yeah. is a mental thing. Right. Well, the two players playing the game have that, right? Like someone's getting frustrated. Someone's some, feeling good. So you don't need right. to add it into the game. Do you know what I'm, do you know yeah. what I mean? No, like, you're, you're right. You're, you're pretty right about that. It, like if it exists, then it just exists already in the, between the two players playing. You don't need to make it. So yeah. your guy like fumbles now. And then know. if it doesn't exist, well then you just don't add it into the game. Right. And then if, if, yeah, if momentum, um, yeah, you don't need, you can just let the real dynamics between two people work itself out. So I always hate, I always hate that. I, I think they should yeah. try to make the game as realistic as possible. And like when you're adding, like, oh, now the opposing team can see what route you're running before it happens. So, like, well, that's not what, that's not realistic. Yeah. Like, in football, the, there isn't a big route painted on the ground of what, like, oh, I right. got to pick six. Now I just know what they're running. Like, no. Or like but you, or why, what is it? The, uh, it's like, you can see where they're throwing. Like as soon as they, they do. Yeah. Right. Like you could, or you can see the hot route or like, um, you can identify someone's user, which is, I guess, kind of. I don't I don't know how like I don't know it's just not realistic it's, it's like yeah. if you're good at the game you'll be able to recognize like what route is maybe coming if you're like paying attention to what your opponent is doing yeah right and that's realistic that's the same there's, as in NFL okay. there's and, a like, current if the, if the, there's a current momentum thing right now in in Madden 23 where if you like are you know, you've had a bad stretch. You can no longer like, um, see 
where the football, like, you know, the eye, the circle that tells you where the football is going to land. Like yes. if it didn't hit anything that they just take that away. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. I guess. I don't know, but no, that's you fun. can't, you can't see the football. Like it's so small. Like how am I, I don't know if that, that one, that one's right. a little bit irritating. Oh, right. Oh, when you're a wide receiver tracking it down. Or not, field. Not, right. Yeah. Right, if right, you're right, a wide right. receiver or if you're like a DB and you're trying to like, I was thinking her. about it. Right. Cause I was thinking about it. It's like when you're aiming it, like, oh no! When you're doing the, if the, you're trying to track the football, like, if, but no, you're right. That, <laughs> you can't see it. <laughs> right, that's tough. Because <laughs> it'll, especially like it'll just go like if you throw a lob, so it'll just like go it'll out of go frame off the top. Yeah, <laughs> off the top of the screen, you're just shit out of luck. <laughs> you're just fucked. Yeah, that's stupid. And if like, if in real football, if a if a defense knows what play is coming. It's because they're like paying attention to the formations. Yeah, exactly. And what they run out of certain formations. And eventually they'll like figure out what's coming out of certain formations. And like right. the realistic way to do that in Madden isn't like start painting the it's like, well, just as a user, <laughs> notice figure that Blade <laughs> runs the same play every fucking time. <laughs> and just notice that. <laughs> I really do. Or if I they really love to run like mesh every time they like <laughs> if they run mesh half the time, like just to be prepared for mesh. Eventually you'll be able to see it coming. Like Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, this has turned into a Madden rant, but I was there's there's one other there's pretty good. I, I think Madden twenty three is it is. No, it, it Madden while. Madden twenty three is one of the better ones. It's just they still have those like dumb X factors and momentum things in the game, which is weird. Um, yeah, I, I, but for the most part, the game is like I think gameplay wise. Yeah, the it's like defense is a little bit solid. tougher to throw on. I think the defense is a little bit more realistic and um all Madden's hard as shit. Have you played yeah, all Madden at all? Yeah, game and do anything, which is fine. Whatever, I'll just play on All Pro is easy. But what I usually do is usually I'm just in a franchise. What we should do maybe this off season is I wonder if it, like in the chalkboard we could just have 32 people do we we could all I, do online. I I think it would be. I've been thinking about doing like a Madden like 32 person franchise as like a YouTube series. The problem is that like. And I don't know if you've talked to Bangle about this at all. He tried it once. He's no. tried to do it before. I've tried to do it once. It is so hard to manage. It's so hard to manage because people like won't play. And then it's like, it's, it's just a pain. It's such a pain. Yeah. But if, I, if it I can be that. like, we, you can we, get we 32 like people to like, we need like a, a very strict, like vetting process. The other thing is, yeah. I'm not I can play with you because you have I have an Xbox and you have a PlayStation. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, I, so I got that PS5, together. but you'd have to you'd have to be in charge of that. But you don't almost need like an or or you could just get a PS5. Or you could just get a PS5 and write it off on your taxes. Or get <laughs> see if you can get blue wire. <laughs> I already did that for the Xbox. I can't do that twice. Yeah, oh, did you? <laughs> I don't even oh, think I'm going to write it off. I didn't do enough. I don't even think I'm just going to, I don't think I'm actually going to write it off. Boo. I think I'm just going to just pay for it. Tough. <laughs> Get blue wire okay. to, to, to buy, to buy you and Matt a PS5. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to would. Kevin Jones real quick. It probably would if we could convince them that 
that this the it'll play pay for itself if this like league blows up on YouTube. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't play. know. I don't. Yeah, I think it'd be it's fun. The, but the it's, hard it's, thing it's, is, it, it's, yeah, because people need to play each other. Yeah. That's the issue. Exactly. It's like yeah. I'll play. It's like people, people will get like if I say, "Hey, it's time for you to play me." They'll be like they might respond to that, but if someone else is like, "Oh, it's time for you to play me," because if you're in week eleven and you're zero and eleven, yeah, and then someone's like, "Oh, it's time to play me," you'll just be like, "Fuck this, dude!" Like that would definitely happen. <laughs> exactly, that will happen. It when would, I do it would franchises, be, usually we don't really have enough. People. Usually, like we when I've done franchises, usually we don't have enough people, so people just play the CPU every, and they just kind of run there, and then we all kind of meet in the playoffs. And then yeah. it's easier. So it would be fun. But yeah, 32 is tough. It, it's really tough. Um, but yeah. To, to uh, get people to be that committed to something. And, and that, but it's like, how do you get people committed to it? Well, you have like a, an entry fee. But then how high can you make the entry fee before it's just like, that's too fucking much? Or you just have like a really big prize I mean, pool. Like if we us. did it like the fantasy, I mean, the fantasy league has a five hundred dollar prize. So if we did something like that, like, yeah, that could work. But then once again, if you're zero and eleven, you then you have no chance of winning the prize. Exactly. Then that still, it's still like eventually, yeah. everyone would be really into it for like the first quarter of the season, and then people would be like zero and five, and they'd be tra- trading all their players away, and they would be. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be it'd be, be chaos. <laughs> it would be chaos. <laughs> uh, oh, know. and and like you get to a certain point with like trades and like you get so deep in a franchise that like the salary cap just breaks, and like yeah. n- no one has any money. Yeah, like, you have to reset the salary cap of each team at the end of every single season because it's just too much going on. Yeah, it, it's that's one thing. Madden franchise mode is definitely has plenty of warts. Yeah, it's um, really but bad. the salary, the salary cap really needs to be fixed on there because I, I almost only play franchise. I'm not a mud guy. Occasionally I'll do yeah. a draft champions. I'll play online just in play now, but I, I spend the majority of my time doing franchise and like, you can just always sign whatever free agents you want. Basically like, yeah, in, in franchise just because they don't, I just don't think they ask for enough money. Like I'll be signing like some player who just had like 2000 yards for me and they'll be like asking for a new contract and they'll be like, can I have like 17 million a year? I'll be like, okay. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) sure. Like, yeah, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you want, man. (laughs) Not enough players on Madden franchise mode ask for like, 35 million like a wide yeah I need, like i need my diva wide receiver to ask for like 35 million a year and then that's walk. the kind of stuff that like personality trade should do is it's like you just ask for way too much money yeah just like oh my quarterback wants six no uh, the problem with assigning personality traits is like these are real players and it's kind of tough to be to be like yeah i'm gonna assign kyler the ego maniac bad and like <laughs> you'd be like what the fuck like, <laughs> kyler gets helping. kyler gets the gamer badge you'd have to you'd have to randomly like generate it every year and just like even if it's the most like loyal down-to-earth player like you yeah. have to because like if you were to 
if you were to just like give a guy like the ego ask for too much money badge they'd be like like what like why are you being mean like you can't that's like an attack on my character yeah exactly but anyway yeah it's tough it's tough for sure the only other player i can think of in madden that it was like completely broken was uh it was the same year as randy moss was eric dickerson um and he had the same thing where he would start his uh he would start the game on his x factor and he could not be brought down on first contact like i said i wasn't ever a big ultimate team guy so I, i don't know much about the card lore I remember the Herman Moore one very well, but um, <laughs> a lot of the card lore, I don't like. I, I don't get the reference. I don't know which ones are unstoppable, but yeah. I remember people like my friends talking about the Eric Dickerson one and being Dickers, like, the, the Dickerson f- one was really bad. Yeah, they were people, like, everyone so would stupid. have Dickerson. I remember that dialogue happening. It was really, it was really gross. It was so fucked. I hated that shit. But I, th- I think they took off. I think they got rid of like the instant. It's like starting with your X Factor cards. Yeah, I it's think probably got, good. <laughs> I think they got rid of that. But, huh, man. Yeah, we just ended up talking about it. We didn't talk, but we talked about like one of the games and barely that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we talked about two. Uh, uh, I, I don't have that much more to say. I, yeah. I think- the only other team that I think, the, the only team right now that I think could potentially knock the Dolphins out of the playoffs is Pittsburgh. No because way. Yes, wait. They play Baltimore. If Baltimore doesn't have Lamar, yeah, they always they play could Baltimore win pretty well. They could all they could win that game, and then they play the Browns. Yeah, they could win out, and then if Miami loses one of their games to either New England or the Jets, but they're behind. But they're behind. Um, they're behind the Jets too, right? Yes, they're behind the Jets. But if the Jets, so the Jets play, the Jets play. Both of these teams are seven and eight. The Jets play Seattle and Miami, so the Jets would have to win out. I think they could do that. They could, but so could the Steelers. Could also Seattle game. If we want, I just watched the Seattle game on the flight. Um, And my thoughts on Seattle: they just can't run like. Seattle's going to average zero yards per carry in that game. I'll tell you that for free right now. Like Seattle, their line is terrible. Their line is really bad. Like they're run blocking guards. They get no push. The Chiefs were able to build a wall. And and basically the only big plays they got was Kenneth Walker basically reversing field and like running around out of structure. Yeah. And that's basically all they had. Like nothing in structure happened the whole day for Seattle in the running game. They just don't get any push. So I think they're going to beat Seattle because I think they're going to make Seattle one dimensional. And I don't, I, I honestly, like, I know that the Gino, like, Oh, is he turning back into a pumpkin? Like, I honestly think Gino's still a pretty good quarterback. He's, been, he's fine. It's just like, they, they can't like, really do anything else right now. I, I don't think that he's the big problem, but, um, it's not like I watched that Chiefs game and was like, holy shit, Gino, you suck. Um, right. There was one bad throw where, where Marquise Brown or Marquise Goodwin. Or no, wait. What's that? Goodwin. Whatever yeah, it's good one. Yeah. He ran a route that they were not on the same page. There was one bad pick like that. Um, there was one other that called, got called back from penalty. But like, he made some pretty good throws in that game. And, and in general, like, 
when there was an incompletion, I was like, oh, Chris Jones just annihilated these guards. So I think the Jets' defense is really going to – I think Seattle is going to score like 10 points. And so I think they're going to be Seattle. But, uh, bro, the Jets have – the Jets are on a four-game losing streak. And yeah. they're, on, they're on three straight games of scoring less than 20 points on offense. But two of the, how many of those are Zach Wilson? Two? Uh, the Bills game was Mike White. And they scored twelve, but that's the Bills. Yeah. Then it, then it was Zach Wilson against the Lions and Zach Wilson against the Jags. Yeah, and the game before was the Viking game. And the Viking game was Mike White. Where my my Mike White take is I think he's I honestly think he's average. Like I don't think that he's like a total mirage, and I don't think that he's terrible. I think that he's not a playmaker by any means. I don't think he's someone who is like you know obviously going to extend and like. It's some crazy throw on the run, but he does have very have very good reaction time, and like he's really good against zone coverage because he just makes decisions so quickly, and he yeah he looks and throws it like in a very short or his reaction time is very quick. Like I said, so zone coverage defenders don't really get a chance to read his eyes and then jump the throw because the throws out as soon as he looks. So I think he's good at that. He's he's big. He's like a pretty big quarterback, like. He's got a decent arm. He's yeah. not afraid to rip it over the middle. Like he's he's an okay quarterback. So I think that they're going to be able to win some game, one or both of these next two. So I, I don't. I, I think I, I if they still. don't win both of these games, I think Pittsburgh gets in. If they lose to the Dolphins, then the Dolphins probably stay. Yeah. If the Dolphins true. win, if the Dolphins, the Dolphins can lose the game to the Patriots, I think, and be okay. Because the Patriots play the Bills. But if the Jets, I could see it playing out where like the Patriots beat the Dolphins because there's no, because Tua doesn't play. And then New York beats the Seahawks. And then Miami beats New York and they stay. Or Miami loses to New York, the Jets get in. Or, and then, or New York loses to the Seahawks and the Steelers yeah. get in. Well, the Packers are getting in in the NFC. <laughs> uh, where are they right now? They're 10. They need right they need to win out. They need to win against the Vikings and Lions. Yeah. And then they need Washington to lose one of their games or New York to lose both of their last two. Uh yes. Yes. That's what needs to happen. We'll you def- you need to win the Lions game because they're ahead of you right now. Yes. But we need realistically, we need to win both. If we lose another game, the best we can do is eight and nine, and like someone's going to beat that. Yeah. So like, especially Washington possible. with Washington having the tie is, and they beat us. the The fact that those two teams tied is the worst, man. Like, it, <laughs> that sucks that they tied because they're the two teams in front of us. If either one of them had a loss, like, why did they have to tie each other? But whatever. Yeah. That that's no excuses. We should have beat them. No excuses. We should have just beat them when we played them. Right. But I don't right. know. Packers. We'll see about the Packers. I I don't think they're particularly great. So I don't know if that'll actually happen. I I kind of think the Vikings are better and uh, will probably be dying for the chance to send us home. But. 
Who knows? Oh, I, they would. They're good. Yeah, they're itching at that. But they're, they're fraudulent. <laughs> we all know. We all. I know what you are, Vikings. So yeah, yeah I get the Packers will beat them. Their offensive line stinks, actually. and their defense isn't great. So yeah, the Vikings are terrible. The Lions are terrible. The Washington is terrible, and New York is terrible, and the Packers are great. So. <laughs> Yeah, the, really there's the only like easy. it's like the Eagles, Cowboys, and Niners. Those are the good. Those are the only good teams in the NFC. And then, yeah, if it's not one of those three, but anyway, I'm about to go into a dead zone in my data here because I'm driving. All right. But um, so we'll, we'll probably wrap up anyway. 67 minutes. So yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, wish Theo uh, a safe trip, and as always from. Bird boy, <laughs> yeah. If those of you didn't know, Theo was a bird the whole the whole time. But yeah, from Bird Boy and Lemon Boy, we will catch you all on the flippy fall. Matt will be here for uh, the Thursday episode. By the way, we'll have him back hopefully. But catch you on the flippy flop. Thanks for tuning in. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com